Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next hour, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Cher, Crazy Bone from Bone Thugs and Harmony, Usher, Hattie McDaniel, Michael Gambon, and a whole lot more. So don't go anywhere. I'll be right back after these messages. Not completing high school is more of a social thing than it was an academic thing. Even though all these years have passed, I still had that longing to have my diploma. At age 30, Carissa finished her high school diploma. If you're even considering getting your high school diploma, you can do it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Danica Patrick. Watching my nieces grow, play, and learn is amazing, but not every child gets to be carefree. One in six kids in the U.S. are hungry. This breaks my heart, and it's something that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and gives it to families in need. To help, visit feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Here's today's STEM tip. Make your selfies look even better with science. Take your pics at golden hour right before the sun sets. The wavelengths made by the atmosphere create a perfect golden light for that beautiful face of yours. Learn more at She Can STEM. A message from the Ad Council. just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. The chat room is now open. The call-in call number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. Just go to facebook.com slash thatsentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at thatsentertain1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, and the number 1. You can also follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, as Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O, and the number 14. You can also follow me on Instagram at T Jones Gibbs. That's T J O N E S G I B B S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 60 degrees. Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to give a shout out to all my listeners out there. Thank you again for uh, joining me here on Blog Talk Radio. So how has everyone been? How your week been so far? Uh, if you are just listening for the first time, welcome. Uh, That's Entertainment has been on Blog Talk Radio for over 13 plus years now. And if you have been listening 
uh, consistently, you've been a loyal listener, uh, you will notice that we're no longer broadcasting on Wednesday afternoon. We have a new day of the week and new time. We're going to be broadcasting on Thursday evening. I'm still trying to figure out what I should do at 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Tonight we started at 7 p.m. I had a delay in the show. But uh, for everyone who got the memo, thank you. I appreciate you and all my listeners out there, wherever you are in the world, if you're here in the States or in Europe or in Australia, thank you for once again for supporting the show. This week we're going to be talking about Cher. Cher has been accused of kidnapping her son. I'll tell you the latest. Also, prayer, thoughts, and good vibe are needed for rapper Crazy Bone, one-fifth of the popular hip-hop group Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, He was hospitalized this week uh, after he was coughing up blood. I'll tell you the latest on his condition. And guess who's going to be the new uh, headliner for the Super Bowl halftime show? I'll tell you uh, which R&B star has gotten the new digs. And Hattie McDaniel, the first black woman to win an Oscar, well, it's now being replaced by the Academy. And uh, we just saw uh, Michael, actor Michael Gambon. He's, he, he was known for starring as Dumbledore in the Harry Potter film. He has died at the age of 82. And that's just some of the stories we're starting the show with. So, you know, um, this was a crazy, uh, I just got the news about this story about Cher. And um, I couldn't believe it at first, but it's it's actually, uh, she has been actually accused of hiring four men to kidnap her son, Elijah Blue Allman in late 2022, and the documents, the court documents have surfaced recently, and this is what the, the documents had revealed. The accusation was made in the documents obtained by People that was filed on December 5th, 2022 by Allman's wife, Marie King, from whom he filed for divorce in 2021 and are now gaining attention due to, to their ongoing divorce proceedings. Now, King, who is now 36, alleged that his uh, superstar mom, who is now 77, she looked real damn good, has hired four men to remove her son from their New York hotel room on November 30, 2022. I'm sorry, King is his wife. Uh, all, um Cher's uh, son is now 47 Wow um, So she's been His wife has been uh, accusing Cher um, To uh, Apparently King And Allman uh, they, Cher has been accused of hiring these four men To remove her son from this New York Hotel room On November 30th, 2022 the date of their wedding anniversary because they were trying to reconcile their marriage and she was concerned for her son's well-being. Now, King, who is known professionally as Queenie, said that they had spent 12 days alone together from November 18th to the 30th in New York working on their marriage at the time of the incident. Now, according to the document, she also claimed one of the four men who took Allman told her that the Grammy winner hired them. 
In the same document, King also claimed that her mother-in-law asked her to leave her home with all men without retrieving her belongings when he went to receive medical care at a facility that was not disclosed to her in August of 2022. Now, Representative Fasher did not immediately return for comment. Allman is Cher's second and youngest son, whom she welcomed on July 10, 1976, with the late Greg Allman of the Allman Brothers Band. The Oscar winner and the rock star were married in 1975 and divorced in 1979, with Allman largely estranging himself from his son until they reconnected prior to his death in 2017. Now, both the believed singer and her son, who also went on to become a musician, haven't spoken out over the years about their complicated relationship and periods of estrangement. Cher will release her Christmas album later this year. Yeah, she's been accused of kidnapping her son, according to her son's wife or her daughter-in-law. I'll keep you posted on the latest developments. Prayers, thoughts, and good vibes are needed for rapper Crazy Bone, one-fifth of the popular hip-hop group Bone Thugs and Harmony. According to TMZ, the rapper was hospitalized in Los Angeles on Monday after he started coughing up blood, requiring him to be taken in for emergency surgery. It was then that doctors discovered some internal bleeding, a bleeding artery to be exact that had begun seeping into his lungs. And after operating on his, on him, uh, they put Crazy into a medical-induced coma in an effort to help the healing process. Now, as the news of his condition began circulating online, many big-name celebs spoke out to wish him well uh, in the comments section under the post, such as LeBron James, E-40, Fred Starr, Bill Bellamy, and DeBrat. Bone Thugs and Harmony was formed in 1990 in Cleveland, Ohio. The five-member group had three Grammy nominations and one win for Best Rap Performance by a duo or group for The Crossroads. Usher stated he he would be a fool not to accept an offer to headline the Super Bowl halftime show. The NFL, Apple, and Rock Nation announced the news on Sunday, September 24. The Love in the Club R&B star, who's now 44, would be fronting the 2024 show on February 11th at the Allegiant Stadium in Paradise, Nevada, just outside of Las Vegas. The news was confirmed in a video featuring the singer and 42-year-old reality star Kim Kardashian, which showed her calling him to tell him the news while he was working on music in the studio. Like every other artist who performed at the Super Bowl, Usher will not be paid for it as the NFL doesn't pay any musicians for their halftime show, though they do get money for travel and all expenses associated with putting their show together. Artists such as Eminem and The Weeknd, who both recently performed at the Super Bowl halftime show, also pay money out of their pocket to help create buzz for the halftime show. But Usher is worth $108 million, and artists who perform sees a sale boost in their back catalogs. Next year will mark uh, Usher's second time performing at the Super Bowl, as in 2011, the eight-time Grammy Award winner was a guest during the Black Eyed Peas Super Bowl uh, 55 halftime show. Usher appearance will follow Rihanna's now iconic Super Bowl 2023 halftime show in which she shocked fans by announcing her second pregnancy with ASAP Rocky. 
Hattie McDaniel's historic Oscar is being replaced by the Academy. On Tuesday, the group announced their plans to issue a replacement of the trophy that McDaniel's won for Best Supporting Actress at the 1940s Academy Awards for her performance in Gone with the Wind. The honor made McDaniel the first black person to win an Oscar. The, uh, they said that the Academy will gift it to Howard University's Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Art, a replacement of actors Hattie McDaniel's Best Supporting uh, Actress Academy Award, and this is according to the official release. Howard University will host a ceremony titled Hattie Come Home at its Ira at, uh, Aldridge Theater in Washington, D.C. on October 1, 2023. In the release, the Academy said that the whereabouts of the late McDaniel's original trophy are unknown and that she originally received not a statuette but a plaque, as was customary for supporting performance winners from 1936 to 1942. McDaniel's award stands out in Academy history. It would be, the 50, it would be 51 years, believe it or not, before another black woman would win an uh, acting Oscar. Uh, the 1991 honoree was Whoopi Goldberg, who also won Best Supporting Actress in her role in Ghost. Can you believe that? 51 years later, until another black actress won for Best Supporting Role. Wow. Michael Gammon, who's best known for American audiences for starring as Dumbledore in six Harry Potter films, has died at the age of 82. The Dublin-born, London-raised actor career started on stage with a 1962 Irish production of Othello, which landed him a spot at the National Theatre Company, courtesy of the legendary Laurence Olivier. Gambon's uh, breakthrough screen role was his portrayal of Philip Marlowe in the 1986 British-American miniseries The Singing Detective. He joined the Potter franchise in 2004 with The Prisoner of, of uh, Az Azkaban following the death of Richard Harris, who originated the role of Dumbledore. Also known for roles in Gosford Park and The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, Gambon's alleged legacy includes winning each of the four BAFTAs for which he was nominated. He was also nominated for two Emmys for portraying Lyndon Johnson in the 2002 HBO film Path to War and an adaptation of Emma in 2010. And uh, Lizzo wants a judge to throw out the lawsuit filed by her former backup dancer that accused her of harassment. Attorneys for the Juice Singer filed a motion to dismiss the lawsuit on Wednesday in Los Angeles Superior Court. Lizzo's motion read that defendants deny generally and specifically each and every allegation contained in the complaint. Defendants are not liable in whole or in part for punitive damages. Uh, Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and uh, Noel Rodriguez, three former backup dancers who joined Lizzo's team in 2021, said that Lizzo created a toxic work environment while on tour. In one incident, Davis said that Lizzo instructed her to touch the breasts of one of the nude women at a strip club in Amsterdam. The dancers also described a meeting in which a furious Lizzo confiscated everyone's phone. Lizzo had publicly slammed the allegation even before filing the motion to dismiss. And this is what she said, quote, Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are, un are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous to not be addressed. 
This is what she said days after the suit was filed. She also continues saying that these sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional, unquote. Now, Lizzo's attorney doubled down on that position in Wednesday's filing, according to Rolling Stone. The document said that the former dancers are guilty of unclean hands, a legalist claim, meaning the accusers had violated their contracts. Following the initial lawsuit, more people who had worked with Lizzo accused her of hypocritical conduct. Six people who worked on her reality show, Lizzo Watch Out for the Big Girls, described similar mistreatment. And in September, a wardrobe stylist filed a second lawsuit against Lizzo, accusing her of racist and fatphobic behavior. Right now, we have 15 minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Give, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way, it will send you a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you're just tuning in for the very first time, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on the network for about 13 plus years now I'm, I'm losing count That's how long it's been But uh, welcome if you're just tuning in And uh, if you want to listen to my show And other shows like it Make sure you register as a listener here On Blog Talk Radio uh, six weeks after coming out as a pansexual, Wayne Brady is embracing his newfound freedom. The Emmy Award winner, Let's Make a Deal host, is optimistic about how the revelation will impact his dating life. Brady, who's now 51, revealed his sexual identity in a message shared on social media in early August. Lip-syncing to a Celine Dion is all coming back to me. The Masked Singer winner was accompanied by dancers waving a rainbow flag under a shower of rain rainbow color confetti. The Columbus, Georgia native was previously married to ex wife Mandy Taketa from 1999 to 2008, with whom he shares a 10-year-old daughter by the name of Maley. And Little Wayne has a special announcement for his fans on his 41st birthday. To celebrate his latest milestone, the No Love rapper took to social media to reveal the track list for his upcoming album, The Fix Before the, the Six. On Wednesday, September 27, the MC shared the cover art of the project on his Instagram page, and among the tracks to be featured on the new set are Act Up, featuring John Baptiste, Birds, Slip, Cat Food, Tuxedo, featuring Euro, and Channel Number 5. The Young Money founder, whose real name is Dwayne Michael Carter Jr., also confirmed the album release date in the caption, The Fix Before the Six. 929. That's what he simply wrote. Uh, Wayne first teed the Carter Six in August of 2022 during the Young Money reunion tour in Toronto, Canada. And towards the end of the performance, Wayne, who stood on stage with fellow Young Money superstars Drake and Nicki Minaj, told the cheering crowd he's working on Carter Six, saying that it was coming soon. Soon after Wayne announced the news of the forthcoming album, a huge screen appeared behind him that read The Carter Six. Hour later, he shared a video on social media. Snoop Dogg may have successfully promoted uh, multiple liquor brands over the year. 
years. Uh, however, the Drop It Like It Hot rapper admitted that he didn't even drink the alcohol he endorsed. The 51-year-old made a confession when speaking to Tiffany Haddish on his Snoop Dogg TV YouTube channel, and according to the MC, those liquor companies were fully aware of his decision not to sip on their drink. Snoop later reiterated his statement by saying, quote, I'm not here to get drunk, I'm here to get money, unquote. Throughout his career, Snoop has promoted several liquor brands, including St. Ives, Happy Dad, and his own brand, Indogo Gin. The rap star launched the latter in March of 2021 by dropping a single called CEO and its music video. And some familiar faces are making their longer way to return to late-night TV next week. Jimmy Fallon, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Kimball, and Stephen Colbert announced on their collective Strike Force 5 podcast social media on Wednesday that their shows are set to return next week after the Writers Guild of America voted to end the writer's strike, effective 12.01 a.m. Pacific time Wednesday morning. The talk show host said in a joint statement that the founding members members Will uh, I'm sorry? Yeah, the founding members will return to their network television show on Monday, nearly five months after they halted production on May 2nd due to the WGA strike. Meanwhile, the fifth member of the Strike Force Five, John Oliver, is set to return to uh, last week tonight on Sunday. The five hosts who had banded together in August to launch their limited series podcast in order to raise funds for their out-of-work staffers during the strike thank their Strike Force 5 team, their writers, uh, their wives, special guests, and listeners in a hilarious message as they announced the end of their podcast. Production on daily late-night shows, including tonight's show starring Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimball Live, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, Late Night with Seth Meyers, and The Daily Show shut down with the network airing reruns after the WGA called a strike in May. The Daily Show is also set to return on October 16th with an all-star roster of guest hosts for the remaining of the year after Trevor Noah announced his departure in September of 2022. A new permanent host will be named in 2024. That's what Comedy Central announced on Wednesday. And fans of Rap City are in for a treat as BET shares a teaser for a pending documentary on the series. It's called Welcome to Rap City, produced by Mass Appeal. The three-part project unlocked never-before-seen footage of iconic hip-hop stars while providing viewers with a historic look back at the vital role of BET in amplifying the genre across three decades. The series is set to feature artists behind the scene movers and shakers, and the original Rap City host who cemented this show into hip-hop history. This includes Big Tigger, Deborah Lee, DJ Drama, Kevin Lyle, Big Les, T.I., um, Eve, Ludacris, Chris the Mayor, Thomas, Hans, Prime, Dobson, Prince DeJore, Joe Claire, Mad Lynx, Jay Nix, and Q45. Welcome to Rap City premiered on BET on October 10th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the 2023 BET Hip Hop Awards. The remaining two episodes air on the following night consecutively. 
And uh, the hills are alive with the sound of music again. Nearly 60 years after the beloved musical first debut in theaters, a new super deluxe edition of the movie's soundtrack is being released later this year. Kraft Recordings has not only remixed and remastered the original collective of 16 songs, but added more than 40 previous unreleased tracks. Also included are 11 never-before-heard alter, uh, alternate takes from the cast led by Julie Andrews and Christopher Plummer. The box set, which will release on December 1st, contains four CDs as well as an accompanying Blu-ray audio disc featuring the movie's full score and high-resolution audio and a new Dolby uh, Atmo mix of the original soundtrack. The set also includes new in-depth linear notes from director Robert Weiss, associate Mike Matticino, who remastered the soundtrack from the original multi-track tapes. Matticino also wrote a lengthy essay for fans, colorfully recounting the making of the film and its timeless music. The album also will be available in deluxe two CDs and three LP triple gatefold Fold, uh, farm format featuring the movie's full score, and in addition to the wide vinyl release, a special picnic metal green color pressing limited to just 500 worldwide will be sold online exclusively at craftrecordings.com. The original 16-track album from 1965 also will be re-released on standard digital, HD digital, and Dolby Atmos, along with several international versions on standard digital. Right now, we have here uh, 25 minutes after the hour. Coming up, we're going to be talking about um, how well the new movie, The Expendable Four, did at the box office. According to this, it was very disappointing. I'll tell you why. And Build-A-Bear is bringing its magic to the big screen. I'll tell you what that means. And the Golden Globes are making room for more nominees. And Sophia Loren is on the mend after undergoing surgery. And the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is going to be a star study event. And Mick Jagger is getting candid about the Rolling Stones' legacy. All those stories and more coming up after the break, so don't you go anywhere. Yo, 
Either one of us will pay with him. No. The bag he just bought me was a go, y'all. Hey, that your man's his bubba. He's high like a nun. nun. And a hundred stuff with my thumb. Uh. I don't care where you from. Uh. Better be this like a drum. Don't be talking like you know me. I ride like a pony, girl. Your boyfriend looks like a brokey. Want to talk to his homie. He my body built like a stallion. I always want to be my little pony. They be camped out in the comments. Always talking like they know me. Hey. Pretty girls in the black truck packed in. Eat whoever in my way, Miss Pac-Man. Hermes made a real big purchase. Her so big, had to treat it like a person. I look good in real life. Show me real love. I don't care about the life. Haters trying to say I ain't fine. Oh, I ain't. They know I'm thick like I'm eating beans with the rice like bean over ice. Got the real meat pipe. I be feeling like my booty in these jeans when they tight. And the way they watch me, need to be monetized. I'm going to need a money bag if I sleep overnight. Wait, 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 wait. Girls pop pills, but I'm the one they can't take. Hot girls, I'm going to make some shape. I know the fifth girl can't relate. Megan the Stallion and Bungos. Before we went to the music break, I was telling you that um, not even uh, Jason Statham and Sylvester Stallone can save the Expendable Four. Expendable is a box office bomb as it opens to a disappointing 8.4 million for low than its initial projection of 15 to 17 million. The action-packed movie suffered the franchise's worst opening weekend as the figures weren't anywhere close to its series predecessors of predecessors of 2014, The Expendable 3 with 15.8 million, the 2012 sequel The Expendable 2 with 28.5 million, and 2010 original The Expendables with 34.8 million. Still, the results must be a huge disappointment to Lion Gate and Millennium as the forequel uh, 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 cost 100 million uh, to produce. 
roughly the same as his predecessor. The film still relies on star-studded cast, which includes franchise vet Randy Couture, Megan Fox, 50 Cent, Tony Jaa, Levi Tran, just to name a few, are among the newcomers to the series, along with Andy Garcia. The Expendable Four end up landing on the second place after a tight race with the Nun 2, which holds on to the first place for a third straight week with an estimated $8.4 million. Uh, Haunting in Venice dropped one spot to number three with an estimated $6.3 million. The Equalizer uh, 3 also falls one uh, slot down to number four with approximately $4.7 million. And at number five, Barbie still carries some momentum from the summer into the fall season as it has added an estimated $3.2 million to its domestic gross, which has so far reached, get this, $630.4 million. Build-A-Bear is bringing its magic to the big screen. That's right. People Magazine is exclusively debuting the trailer for Glisten and the Merry Mission, the first animated theatrical film release from Build-A-Bear Entertainment. The voice cast include uh, Julia Michaels, Dionne Warwick, Freddie Prince Jr., Chevy Chase, Billy Ray Cyrus, Trinity Bliss, Morgan uh, Saminer, Tim Johnson Jr., uh, Reginald Vell Johnson, Leona Lewis, and Michael Rappaport. Its soundtrack features a special holiday song by Warwick, produced by Grammy winner Damon Elliott. Glisten and the Merry Mission is about a young elfling uh, named uh, Marzipan, whose mom, Cinema, becomes the manager of Santa's Trouble North Pole Workshop. Now, according to the synopsis, it's days before Christmas, but the nice list machine is malfunctioning, and there's a massive toy shortage in Santa's workshop. Marzipan must believe in magic of the season to help save Christmas, which leads to the adventure of a lifetime and the search to rediscover the enchanted snow deer, Glisten. The pursuit of their merry mission is aided by Santa and a colorful cadre of reindeer and elves, including a big bear on the naughty list named Grizz and the wise elf Sage Evergreen. Sharon Price John, who is president and CEO of Build-A-Bear Workshop and, ex- and the executive producer of Glisten and the Merry Mission, said that they are delighted to bring Glisten and the Merry Mission to families this season. The movie is based on a storyline inspired by Build-A-Bear Workshop best-selling plush, The Merry Mission Collection, which includes the enchanted snow deer, Glisten. Glisten and the Merry Mission is in Cinemark theaters across the country on November 3rd. The Golden Globes are making room for more nominees. On Tuesday, the award show announced the addition of two new categories, Cinematic and Box Office Achievement in Motion Picture and Best Stand-Up Comedian on Television. The Box Office category will have eight nominees, and the films are also eligible to compete in other categories. To fit in this new section, the movies need to have made over $150 million at the box office, and data from recognized industry sources will be consulted for streaming films. So far, the highest-grossing film at the domestic box office this year is Barbie, followed by the Super Mario Brothers movie, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Oppenheimer, and The Little Mermaid. The 81st Golden Globe Awards will air live on Sunday, January 7th. Nomination will be announced on Monday, December 11th. 
And Sophia Loren is on the men's after undergoing surgery. The Oscar-winning actress, who's now 89, fell in the bathroom of her home in Geneva, Switzerland, on Saturday, suffering several uh, fractures, including her firmer and hip. A rep for the Italian star said Monday they were optimistic about her recovery after surgery. On Tuesday, uh, Loren manager Carlo uh, Justy uh, provided an update telling people that the surgery went extremely well. Lauren made an appearance at the Armani Fashion Show during the 80th Venice International Film Festival on September 2nd. Uh, Giuseppe Fantasia, an Italian journalist and critic, was at the Armani event, and he tells people that Sophia Loren appeared very lively at the time. Another onlooker from the Armani event said that uh, Sophia Loren looked absolutely fine and probably had the biggest crowd around her at the show. News of Loren's accident was shared on the Instagram page for her restaurant chain on Sunday. The actress most recently starred in the 2020 Oscar-nominated film The Life Ahead, directed by her son Eduardo Ponti. Loren told AARP, the magazine, in November 2020 that she felt younger than her years. And this is what she said. She said, quote, sometimes when, I'm, when, I, when I say I'm 86, I don't believe it. I feel 20. When I look in the mirror, I cheer for myself. I don't ask, are you gray or are you beautiful? No, it's how I feel inside, how secure I am, how happy I am. That's what matters, unquote. Amen to that, Sophia Loren. You know, and I always say, you know, age is just a number, but you have to go by how you feel because if you feel great and you're up in age, that's what matters because age is just a number. It's how you feel. If you're able to be mobile, if you are in good health, if you feel like you're still in your 20s and 30s, by by all means, hey, go for that. If you feel like dancing in your 80s, if you feel like just taking on the world, don't let people discourage you by saying, oh, you're too old to be doing that, or you should be saying that because you, you're up in age. Don't let, that, don't let people say that to you. It's how you feel. That's, that's what matters. Um, the 2023 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony is going to be a star-studded event. On Thursday, the Rock and, F- Hall, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame announced its first slate of performers for the upcoming 38th annual induction ceremony, which will be broadcast live on ABC and Disney Plus from the Barclays Center here in Brooklyn, New York, on Friday, November 3rd at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Brandy Carlisle, Chris Stapleton, Dave Matthews, Elton John, Her, New Edition, and St. Vincent will take the stage. Additional performances will be announced at a later date. The musicians will honor the 2023 inductees who was announced earlier this year in May. Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow, Missy Elliott, the late George Michael, Willie Nelson, Rage Against the Machine, and the Spinners make up the 2023 class. Several other artists will also receive honorary awards like DJ Cool Herc and Link Ray will be recognized for musical influence and Shaka Khan, Al Cooper, and Bernie Tolpin will receive the Musical Excellent Award. The uh, Ahmed Erdogan Award, which is awarded to a non-performer, 
a non-performing and industry professional for their influence will go to the late Soul Train creator, Don Cornelius. Last year, inductees in the performers category include Lionel Richie, Duran Duran, Pat Benatar, Eminem, Eurythmics, Eurythmics, and uh, Carly Simon. And the uh, Mick Jagger, he's getting candid about the Rolling Stones' legacy. The I Can't Get No Satisfaction singer who is set to put out a new album with the band in October said that while the Rolling Stones have no plans right now to sell their post-1971 catalog, which include Black and Blue and Tattoo You, but have some idea of what to do with it eventually. In a new interview with uh, the Wall Street Journal magazine, the 80-year-old rock legend said they could give the approximately half a billion dollars that would get from selling it to their heirs, but the children don't need $500 million to live well. So he said that maybe the money could go to charity instead. He said, quote, you may be, you may be do some good in the world. Uh, in the meantime, he and fellow band members Keith Richards and Ronnie Woods are notching another album in their discography uh, with their upcoming release called Hakeney Diamonds, which is the band's first album of original music in 18 years. The Rolling Stones announced a new album with Jimmy Fallon at a press event in London early this month, which was live-streamed on YouTube for fans around the world. The band announced the release date for the album on October 20th, and that's their first single. is called Angry. SZA's SOS album, continues to stand as her biggest commercial success as its latest milestone makes history. According to Rated R&B, SOS is the longest-running number one album in Billboard's R&B album chart history with 41 weeks at number one. It breaks the record of 40 weeks established in 2020 by The Weeknd with After Hours. This is not the first landmark achievement accompanied by the New Jersey musician with the fan-favorite project. SOS has a handful of accolades, including debuting at number one on the Billboard 200, where it remains for seven consecutive weeks. The SOS excitement carried on as the 33-year-old details a pending deluxe album. And according to Billboard early this month, SZA confirmed details of a second edition as she performed unreleased songs. The original SOS featured Travis Scott, Old Dirty Bastard, Phoebe Bridger, and Don Tolliver across 23 tracks. Ice Cube has announced plans to release his 11th studio album, which will be titled Man Down. The West Coast icon recently revealed the news exclusively to Chuck D's rap station, during which he confirmed that recording for the album is currently underway. In late 2018, Ice Cube released his 10th studio album, Everything's Corrupt, which saw the rap veteran keying in on the social-political overtones that have defined his work for more than three decades. And debuting at number 62 in the Billboard 200, the album received positive review with many critics and fans commending Cube for showing no signs of rust despite the eight-year layoff between projects. Releasing his debut album, America Most Wanted, in 1990, Ice Cube has been hailed as one of the greatest rappers of all time, with albums like his 1991 F-3rd uh, Death Certificate being listed among the most pivotal bodies of work in the genre's history, and in addition to teasing new music, Q will be hitting the stage in Los Angeles this Friday 
which is tomorrow, September 29th, as part of legendary radio station K-Day's 40th anniversary celebration. Right now we have 16 minutes left remaining in the show. I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Let me tell you. Tears of Joy when NSYNC reunited in the studio. The pop group are back with their first song in 20 years, Better Place, which appeared in the trailer for the forthcoming DreamWorks animation film Troll Band Together. And they reunited on stage at the 2023 MTV Video Music Awards at the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey earlier this month. Lance had insisted he had no idea the band fan would go this nuts for their comeback. He told Entertainment Tonight, saying, quote, it was, it's beautiful, you know, to be this age and the fans are still this excited is a dream come true I had no idea the fandom would go this nuts it was pretty emotional the first time we all got in the studio together unquote now NSYNC also made, uh, made up of uh, Justin Tiberley JC Chazez Chris Kirkpatrick and Joey Fantone appeared together at the VMAs on September 12th 10 years after their final public performance on the award show when they took to the stage to present the best pop award to Taylor Swift. NSYNC also, um, uh, they said that the, that they kind of kind of blame it on Taylor Swift because when they awarded her the 
the award, she was like, what is this? Is NC getting back together? Is there new music coming up in Horizon? I'm just paraphrasing. So they're excited. It's pretty much like, you know, when um, BTS, since they're doing their mandatory military duty, when they come back in 2025, I'm telling you, the Army is going to go wild when they come back. So I'm not surprised about NSYNC. Uh, Pink had a unexpected encounter during a recent concert. The tri-sponsors was forced to kick out a male concertgoer during her summer carnival tour stop in San Antonio after he protests about circumcision. In a TikTok from the Monday, September 25th show, the 44-year-old could be sitting near the edge of the stage when a man suddenly held up his phone and there was a message that read, Circumcision, Cruel and Harmful. And after reading the message, Pink asked the man, you know, are you making a whole point right now? Do you feel good about yourself? And the protester proudly replied, yes. Then she asked the man, are you going to be all right? You know, you spent all this money to come here and do that. I'm going to have to buy a Birkin bag with that ticket money. She said, get that S out of there. But unfazed by pink confrontation, the man turned to share his message with the other audience members. The crowd, however, booed him instead. And Peter, uh, I'm sorry, Pink later declared that she said he wants. He told she said to the audience that he wants all of you to read it. He comes here tonight to talk about circumcision. Uh, uh, a security guard stood up after the man began shouting in the direction of the stage, and when the security escorted the protester out of the venue, Pink said, quote, I feel bad that he wasted his time tonight. Now, this is not the first time Pink had a run-in with someone who is against circumcision. Uh, in 2019, the Just Give Me a Reason songstress slammed uh, Slam effing disgusting trolls for taking issues with a photo in which her son Jameson was seen without his diaper. The mama too argued at the time, saying, "Quote that there's something seriously wrong with a lot of people out there, going off about her baby's penis, about circumcision. Are they for real?" And as any normal mother at the beach, she didn't even notice he took off his uh, swim diaper, and the negativity that. That she's talking to about these trolls, the negativity that they bring to other people's lives. She said there's ser- something seriously wrong with a lot of them out there, you know, and she's absolutely right. The Beehive wasn't playing when it came to the Mute Challenge at Beyonce Knows Renaissance World Tour when the Crazy and Love hitmaker was performing in Houston. One female fan was caught hitting a male concert goer for hollering during the challenge. In a now viral video taken from Sunday, September 24th concert, a man was seen screaming woo after the Grammy winner told the crowd to be silent during her performance of Energy. Upset by the incident, a woman around his seat smacked him and yelled, shut the F up. The man, however, was seemingly unbothered by the incident. He even laughed off the altercation. There has been some headline-making moments at Beyonce Renaissance shows. Recently, it was unveiled that Beyonce team flew a man named John uh, Heatherington to her show after he was initially denied boarding a flight due to his wheelchair. Uh, John, who has cerebral palsy, was supposed to see Beyonce in Seattle, Washington, and unfortunately when he went to board the Alaska airline flight, he was allegedly told that he couldn't take the uh, his electric wheelchair aboard the plane. 
and having caught wind of John's pose with the help of the Beehive, Beyonce's team arranged a flight for him to see her in Texas. John eventually managed to see the Grammy-winning singer in person. He even took a photo with Beyonce's mom, Tina Knowles. I tell you, Beyonce is a class act, isn't she? And her fans and her people, just good people. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne wants to record one more album before going back on tour in 2024. The 74-year-old Black Sabbath legend, who has had a series of spinal operations after suffering a fall in 2019, has undergone his final surgery and has some big plans for the coming year. Ozzy, who worked with Andrew Watt on both 2020 Ordinary Mind and last year Patient Number 9, has a studio at his home in the U.K. and is looking to get Watt's back in there to work on some new material. And when it comes to his recovery from surgery and his fall, the crazy trained hitmaker admitted he is struggling to get used to his to this made of living mode of living actually. Uh he explained he had all the surgery now and he thanked God he's feeling okay. It was just dragging on. Now, back in July, Ozzy was forced to announce the painful decision to pull out of the three-day heavy metal festival power trip in California, where he was set to perform next month due to health reasons, and he has been replaced by his friends in Judas Priest. Uh, Ozzy, who has Parkinson's disease, previously admitted he didn't want to be put on a half-ass performance for his fans. And for better or for worse, uh, Nick Cannon, who has fathered a dozen children with six different women to date, is giving props to his most famous baby mama, his ex-wife Mariah Carey. The TV personality opened up about how the chart-topping diva stood by his side when he was diagnosed with lupus over a decade ago. He shared on the Diary of a CEO podcast. And this is what he said. He said, quote, she was my rock, she went hard. To be honest, I probably wouldn't even be alive if it wasn't for how hard, how hard she went with the doctors with me, my stubbornness. Now, Cannon and Carrie wed in 2008, and our parents to 12-year-old twins, Moroccan and Moreau, the couple finalized the divorce in 2016. The comedian, who's now 42, was diagnosed with lupus in 2012 after suffering blood clots in his lungs and experiencing kidney failure. He referred to the 50-year-old hero singer as the perfect helpmate, the perfect matriarch, the perfect mom, the perfect wife in those scenarios because, granted, she's who, she's who she is and dealing with all the pressures of being Mariah Carey but then being loving enough to take on all of his stuff. In reflection of their time together, Cannon said that Carey, Handling such a heavy load put a strain on their relationship, but also deepened their bond, which had has remained intact throughout the year. And Spanish prosecutors had charged Shakira with tax evasion for the second time, accusing the musician of failing to pay more than $7 million in taxes in 2018. The Colombian-born pop star, who will soon stand trial in Barcelona for allegedly failing to pay 14.5 million euros or 15.4 million in taxes between 2012 and 2014, is accused of using an offshore company based in a tax haven to avoid paying 6.7 million euros or 7.1 million in income and wealth taxes in 2018. Shakira, who now live in Miami, has been officially notified of the charges, prosecutors said in a statement. 
news of the possible second tax evasion case against the Hip Don't Lie singer first made headlines in July when a judge in a town just east of Barcelona allowed prosecutors to move forward with the investigation. And after reviewing evidence over the past two months, prosecutors in Barcelona said Tuesday that Shakira would face new charges. A court will handle both case cases against the 46-year-old singer and songwriter, though a date for the second trial has not been set. However, Shakira is due to appear in court on November 20th for allegedly falling, failing to uh, pay taxes from 2012 to 2014. And Meek Mill and Rick Ross are releasing their first collaboration in years titled Kobe and Shaq, which has fans of both of them very excited. The Philadelphia rapper has offered listeners the opportunity to get the track early if they fulfill one specific quest. The Dream and Nightmares rapper took the Instagram on September 25th and shared the single cover art, and in the caption he wrote, I need you to leave a comment if you missed that MMG sound of rap music, because labels saying rap's dying. 20,000 comments are leak. Kobe and Shaq before Friday. Rich Forever 929 intro. Now, at the time of writing this article, the post had over 21,000 comments, meaning Meek now has to hold up his end of the bargain. His rap peers, namely YG, Benny the Butcher, and Tierra Wack, were among those looking to hear Kobe and Shaq early and made their voices heard in the comments. Time will tell whether it fulfills fans' wishes. Meek Mill and Rick Ross revealed that they were in uh, and and. Uh, it has been some time since uh, the Maybach Music Group duo has worked together, you know. Um, you know, they had also released, let's see here, they had collabed on uh, an album called Routine. That came out in 2019 on Wale's Wow, That's Crazy. And a few months prior, uh, Meek appeared on Bogus Charm from Ross, Port of Miami, too. Um Meek and Ross re- released albums, Expensive Pain and Richer Than I Ever Been, respectively, within two months of each other in 2021, but neither featured on the other's work. Now they're back, so they're going to give this catalog of collaboration. It's going to be safe to assume that uh, Kobe and Shaq is bound to deliver. And on Monday, the Carlisle Group announced that Katy Perry sold the rights of her song and album release between 2008 and 2020 to Litmus Music for a reported $225 million, according to Deadline and Billboard. The deal includes Perry five album release through Capitol Records, 2008 One of the Boys, 2010 Teenage Dream, 2013 Prism, 2014 Witness and 2020 Smile, which features 16 singles that have since been certified multi-platform by the RIAA. The album Masters will continue to be owned by Universal Music Group, Capital Parent Company, per Music Business Worldwide. Now, Perry released some massive singles throughout her career, with seven of them reaching number one on the Billboard Hot 100. I Kissed a Girl, California Girls, Firework, E.T., Last Friday Night, TGIF, Part of Me, Roar, and Dark Horse. Uh, Litmus launched last summer, and Keith Urban became the first artist to sell his catalog to the company in December of 2022. Hit songwriter, producer, and musician Benny Blanco then sold a significant portfolio of 
composition to them in June of this year. Aside from the business deal, Perry's currently gearing up to wrap her Las Vegas residency play with its fine, final leg of the show as from October 4th through November 4th. And Will Smith's resume is real enough for two millennials, uh, millenniums, yet his work ethic has never ceased. The multi-talent is gearing up for a musical comeback by ways of joint album with Joyner uh, Lucas. The Worcester, Massachusetts rapper took to Instagram on Monday, September 25th, to wish the Fresh Prince actor a happy 55, 55, 55th birthday. Uh, his celebratory posts also include footage of the two in the studio together. This project would mark Smith's first LP since 2005, Lost and Found, but now the last time he has been on any music at all. Because uh, coincidentally, he's joined Lucas on the remix to a track titled Will, which paid homage to his TV and film career in 2020. Joining Lucas' musical recognition of Will Smith didn't stop in 2020. Earlier in 2023, he released Devil Work Part it reimagined several major pop cultural happenings, namely what the world would be like if Smith hadn't uh, slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars in March of 2022. Lucas and Smith's collaborative energy won't stop with their forthcoming album either, as the former is set to appear in the upcoming Bad Boys 4 film. Will Smith, along with DJ Jazzy Jeff, was the first rap actor to win a Grammy and an MTV Video Music Award. Decade, decades later, he he's not stopping and is investing a new talent. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's going to be coming. They're going to have this joint collateral album or uh, song coming out. So it's good to see Will doing some music. You know what I mean? Uh, this will do it for me for uh, this week. Uh, Two and next time when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Joan Gibbs. Have a great week. Make sure you stay safe. Have a great weekend, and I'll talk to you next time. Take care. <laughs>